From the Montclair from the State Montclair School, School of Communication. And media at WMSC-FM. The latest on business, technology, and media issues. You're listening to the Media Download Podcast. Hello and welcome to Media Download. I'm Mark Shellhorn. Joining me today in the studio is filmmaker and Montclair State Class of 2013 graduate, Mitch Hooper. Mitch directed the Amazon documentary, This Is What We Make, which earned three Bronze Addy Awards. He was also the lead cinematographer for the Netflix documentary, Back in Time, and the Showtime docuseries, Legacy, Bob Hurley, earning a Synopsis Award for Best Documentary Series for a Short-Form Video. His latest work, the Nord Davis Comedy Special, is slated to premiere in May, and he is here today at Montclair State shooting for an upcoming project. Thanks for joining us. Of course, thank you. So, for those listening at home, right outside the studio, there's like cameras and like lights and all this crew members working, and it was like a like a mob scene almost. But what, what were you working on here today? Yeah, so um, I don't know how much I can talk about it, but what I can say is we're doing a documentary for Showtime. Um, as you said, we did something uh, called Legacy Bob Hurley. It, it did really well, and uh, everyone was pretty happy with it. So right now we're we're cutting together something that is surrounding mental health and um, uh, specifically bipolar disorder. Really? When do you think we'll be able to hear more about this project? So it should be coming out within the next six months. It, it'll be You'll be able to watch it. Okay. Yeah, it looked very like intense and engaging. So you've done a lot of work with some of the biggest names in like Hollywood and tech. Like you worked with Amazon, Netflix, Showtime, and relatively within such a short time of graduating. Yep. So tell us about your journey from film soon to where you are today. Well, um, I guess what I remember from being here at Montclair is there was a moment where we had someone come to speak. It was film form. I actually forget who it was, but at one point he just came out and he said, raise your hand if you want to be a director. And I would say at least 90% raise their hand. And he kind of, the message was, you need to start thinking about something else because not everyone could be a director. But I was really motivated to be a director, and that's still what I want to do. The end game is directing motion pictures and, you know, really doing it. But um, I actually got out of school, and I was freelancing for a little bit. And I think that's actually important to talk about. Right now, I'm not a freelancer. I work salary paid for a production company. So... What happened was I I came out of school, freelancer. I got a really big gig um, with this one company, and we did uh, the first project was a happy video. I don't know if you remember Pharrell's Happy. Oh, that's pretty well known. Yeah, we did kind of like a a fun – it it wasn't with Pharrell, sorry, but it was was like a version of that for this company. And then I started getting projects with them, but then I got a a call from my buddy who was working with this company called Malka Media, and he was the first employee there. And he started bringing me on as like a PA and, and, and work like that. And, you know, that was three years ago. And since then, we went from three employees to over 40. So uh, we grew massively. We got a bunch of different um, commercial work, a bunch of different documentary work. And, you know, it's because of some of the work that we were doing in the beginning that got us those opportunities. Well, that's very nice. So what, what would you say would be your dream studio to work for, to direct for, if you had to choose? Did you say studio? Yeah, studio or company. Or... Well, um, I, don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question to, to ask because I'm so kind of in the moment with what I'm doing. And 
I think that's like a, a lesson that I learned pretty quickly that you don't have to become something overnight. You hear these stories of people like Quentin Tarantino who, you know, go from a, a video store to writing a script and, and directing something that just like, you know, breaks the world basically and they become, you know, like a Quentin Tarantino. You know, that doesn't have to be everyone's path. I think right now I'm I'm just learning every day. I'm adding to my resume and I'm I'm just trying to uh get there but i'm not i'm not in a rush to get to the end end game yeah right i i get that because you, you don't have like a set goal right? you just keep going pushing through each and every project exactly. so what's harder getting started or being able to keep going in this field i think definitely getting started um you'll notice that you'll get started things will come in especially if you're a freelancer because i do know that world i have a lot of friends in that world and things come in and it's you know sporadic it comes in heavy sometimes it comes in like the nothing comes in other times but once you get a community it's like similar to being at school um once you find the people that you want to work with your community just grows and grows and sooner or later it's going to be you're working all the time yes a lot of times it's not about what you know it's about who you know and the connections you have and built at school that's absolutely true so most of your work you've done were documentaries, and was that your focus while you were at MSU? It actually wasn't. I mean, um, you know, when we were in our filmmaking um, program when I was here, it, you know, you did everything, and I don't know if it's still like that, but you got a little piece of everything, whether it was doing sound or, you know, taking cinematography class, even acting. You know, that was one of my favorite classes. Um, but it, documentary wasn't something that I was focused on. I just found... You know, leaving uh, school and, and trying to find what I wanted to do, a lot of opportunities come in in documentary form. It's something certainly that anyone can do um, because, look, you can do a documentary on a really small budget. You know, it's so about the story and the content that no one cares as much about the look. And, you know, that gives you a little bit of freedom, I think. And um, trying to get, you know, even an independent film done well I, I think you just need a lot more money so it's kind of just right place right time type of type of thing and right now the time's not um to do what i actually want to do in the future i want to do that right like i was saying before when i do a motion picture when i do my first feature film i want it to be the right time yeah you want to get into the right like mindset and have the right experience and tools to be able to create something great exactly so sometimes filmmakers make things that in their own lives and surrounded by their like own work. Do you feel that? Or do you feel like, like your sense of life like influences your vision for what you put into your work? I think. Or do you have to separate between like your contract work and your actual personal work? Well, that's it's interesting because um, one thing I learned is compromise is going to happen on every level, and I thought that you know. Um, when you get to a certain level and, and sure there is like that one level where, you know, you get director's cut and you don't have to compromise at all, basically. Um, but you know, there's a lot of compromise. You try and put everything about you and your personality into everything that you do. But you know, these companies who want certain videos or certain documentaries, like the documentary that you talked about on Amazon, that was funded by Acura, which is a big car brand. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows, but they wanted a piece of branded content that didn't seem like branded content. So as much as I wanted to put my influence onto the piece, you know, they had specific things that meant something to them and their brand. And, you know, you have to make that compromise. So as much as I want to put 
my personality and my flavor and my, you know, fingerprint on things, you kind of got to give and take. So do you find it hard to balance that, like, sort of uh, creative vision versus, like, doing, like, when you're freelance, doing freelance work? Let me let me say this. It It's hard no matter what. When you have to sit there and you know something is right for you and someone's telling you, I don't care that it's right for you, it, we need it this way, it's the most challenging thing that anyone will have to go through if you are a uh, creative and you want to really make something that means something to you and that you're going to be proud of. But um, it's just part of the process. It's just one of those things where when it's all said and done, it comes out great and you're like, you know what, on to the next one. That was another learning experience. I, I can't tell you enough how um, just get out there and do as much as possible because the amount I've done in three years is just like ridiculous. And it, it's just getting me better and better every single year. It really is. Yeah, you worked with a lot of big names and a lot of big projects. So Thanks. often I see documentary films that deal with difficult subjects, yet they don't really provide a solution. Do you think that they should, or should it leave an open question mark for the viewer to figure out what to do about a particular issue? It's, it's a good question because um, I think it depends. Sometimes I think it's great to give the viewer a question that they need to answer, and everyone kind of takes it differently, and everyone kind of can, you know, take it and, and make it what they want it to be, right? But I, I also think that there's some documentaries and some content, and certainly some viewers out there that need a voice and someone to stick up for them. And I think that sometimes it's it's also great to have a, a definitive view and, and, and go out there with your opinion because there's going to be like-minded individuals out there somewhere who say, thank God someone said it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Documentaries are a lot of times about like challenging the form or like uh, breaking a social norm or asking like questions that you would normally... Because you can make you film a very nice like piece, but it could turn into like an information piece or like or like a commercial even, or documentaries sort of challenge the form and ask questions. So do you have any advice for students going here, film students, TV students, that you'd like to share from your experience out on the field? Yeah, I mean, look, I when I was here, I was still young. Um, obviously, being at college, usually you are. <laughs> but um, surround yourself with people who are actually doing shit. Uh, don't mean to curse, but you know, oh, you, you, you will notice the people. There's a group of people who are constantly doing work. They're constantly doing good work. Make sure you get with those people because those will be the people who make it outside of the school. The people who are saying, no, this week I'm going to party or whatever. I can tell you right now, it, they need a major mind switch to be able to make it out there. It's, it's, it's hard, but anyone can do it. If you want to do it and you do good work, it's not like a you may succeed. You actually will. It's like a guarantee you will succeed. There's people needed all over the place right now. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show, Mitch. Of course. Thanks for having me. If you'd like more information about this episode of Media Download, you can email us at gm at wmscradio.com or call us at 973-655-3135. Thank you for listening.